everybody. Welcome back to Chill Chats Podcast. I hope that this episode finds you in a good place. Hopefully you're warm. Hopefully you're enjoying the start of fall. And I thank you for tuning in to today's episode. So before I get into this episode, I just want to preface by saying that it has been raining since about Thursday in New York. And today, finally, for the first time in what feels like a week, well, it actually has been just about a week, we have sunshine. I state this because now that the sun is out, everybody feels the need to be doing yard work or be outside, which is great. I totally support it. But it means that there's going to be maybe potentially a lot of background noise in this episode. So if you hear a leaf blower, if you hear a chainsaw, if you hear wind, I am not in Oz. I am actually just in my apartment in New York City on a sunny day in fall finally that's not raining that all to be said i am not here today to talk about the weather in new york or the noise pollution that constantly disrupts me from my sleep i am here to talk about the roman empire not actually but sort of if you are not on social media specifically if you are not on tiktok you might be thinking to yourself what the hell are you talking about the roman empire Why are we talking about the Roman Empire? When did you become a historical podcast? And to answer that, my friends, I am not a historical podcast. I will not actually be talking about the Roman Empire. But for those that have not been following along, in the past few weeks, for some reason, it became known that men think about the Roman Empire far too often. Some woman on TikTok made a TikTok about her husband or boyfriend or somebody and how often they thought about the Roman Empire. And it just sparked this movement amongst women to figure out if their man in their life thought about the Roman Empire too. And it came out that a lot of men think about the Roman Empire like daily, multiple times a day, or at least multiple times a week. And this really stunned me because I remember learning about the Roman Empire, but if I'm being completely honest with you, that part of history was incredibly boring to me. So I retained nothing. I really retained nothing. I could not tell you the last time I thought about the Roman Empire. Actually, I can tell you that I had not thought about the Roman Empire until this trend came out. And before that, it was probably like ninth or 10th grade that I would have last thought about the Roman Empire. So I'm not really quite sure why men think about the Roman Empire as often as they do, but it led me to trying to figure out what my version of the Roman Empire is. And a lot of women have kind of talked about their version of the Roman Empire, many of whom will just say it's the fear of being kidnapped or having something happen on a daily basis, which I agree with. I am very hypervigilant in my day-to-day. I wish my thoughts could be consumed with the Roman Empire, but My thoughts are all survival, which maybe in some ways is like the Roman Empire, but it's just not as exciting. But besides just thinking about how to be hypervigilant and safe all the time, if we're talking about history, my version of the Roman Empire is the Radium Girls. Now, it's come known to me that not everybody knows what the Radium Girls are, who they are, or what happened. And so... I'm going to take a brief moment just to give some background to who the Radium Girls are and why this is my Roman Empire. 
So the Radium Girls were female factory workers in around the 1920s who contracted radiation poisoning from painting radium dials onto watches. When radium was discovered in the 1800s, they knew that it was radioactive and they started using it as a cure for cancer. And surely enough, as soon as people were given radium and they had cancer, they started to see really, really drastic impacts and improvements in their health and well-being. So keep that in mind, that radium was discovered. We did know it was radioactive, but up into the 1920s, the effects that we saw from giving people radium were positive, at least from the research I've done. I don't know if there were other tests that were done that prove otherwise, but from my knowledge on this topic, which I'll admit is not the most extensive, but I have a little bit of knowledge on That's my understanding is that we knew it was radioactive, yes, but we were using it for cancer and it was improving people's health. So we didn't really have a reason to fear it. Additionally, radium is self-luminous. So it was being put into paint to help illuminate watches. You know, in our modern day technology, we're all used to having smart watches, which, you know, you flip your wrist over and it turns on, it's bright, it's great. Those of us that grew up before smartwatches, you might also remember that you could like press two buttons on your wristwatch and it would make it glow. Usually it was like a greenish glow because back in the 1920s when radium was discovered, they realized it was self-luminous and then they started hand painting the features of the watch in radium so that at night when you turn your wrist over, you could see what time it was. Obviously, this is the 1920s, so a lot of this stuff was done by hand. And when I say a lot of it, I mean it was all done by hand. So these women were in this factory. They would have the paintbrush, and to make it thinner, they would put the paintbrush between their lips to thin it out, and then they would paint the dials, they would paint the numbers, they would paint the watches in radium. As a result of this, they're obviously putting a paintbrush with radium on it in their mouth constantly, so they are being and consuming radium. They are being exposed to radiation poisoning without knowing it. Again, up until this point, everything that we had seen about radium and its benefits, it was basically considered a miracle element. It was helping in the treatment of cancer and it was very successful so they started adding radium to everything in the 1900s they were adding radium to toothpaste to cosmetics they were adding radium to water because what they started to notice was obviously one there's these health benefits you're curing cancer or at least helping in the success of treating it but two the women that worked in these factories that were consuming this radium on a daily basis to obviously paint these watches, started to produce this glow. Again, this stuff glows in the dark. (laughs) It's self-luminous. So when these women were consuming it, what they started to realize is that they literally started to glow. They were called ghost girls because their fabric, their skin, everything about them started to literally glow. So then people were putting this radium into different cosmetics. They were putting it into water and in the hopes that everybody, you know, this is great, obviously. We're literally glowing. We're getting better. We're getting healthy. So this is good for you. Until it wasn't. Obviously, we 
know now that radium is radioactive and it is not a safe chemical to consume. It is actually incredibly dangerous. And that became apparent as the women in these factories started to become increasingly ill to the point where many of these women were dying or experiencing really aversive health effects that became a red flag to multiple people. So there was actually an open investigation originally on the factory because they assumed something was in the factory that was making these women sick. And it wasn't until later in the 1920s where they actually realized what was causing these women to die, what was causing these women to get sick was actually the radium. And again, I know listeners, we know that radium is going to do this to you. We would never willingly consume radium. We know it's radioactive. We know it's incredibly dangerous. But this is the 1920s. Radium had only been discovered like 20 years prior, which sounds like a long time, but 20 years isn't that long at all in terms of medicine at this time. You're not going to know something is damaging until it does damage. Up to this point, again, our knowledge and our understanding is that this is helping as a cure for cancer. So clearly, it has amazing benefits. Why would we not start applying it to things because I'm assuming at the time what the thought process was is that if this is helping and aiding in success of treating cancer patients, maybe it could also be a preventative form of medicine. So yeah, sure, let's add it to the water. Let's add it to cosmetics. It was used in a lot of dental procedures. And again, also you now have this benefit of your glowing from the inside out. So you know, it became a beauty standard to use this, especially for women, so that they could have that glow and so that they would be more appealing to the eye. So why is this my Roman Empire? Well, first and foremost, I don't remember when I learned about the Radium Girls. It had to have been some point during middle school or high school, maybe college. I don't think I've known about them forever. But when I learned about them, I never forgot about them. Really, the reason that this stuck out to me was because it made me aware of how quick we are to just consume the next thing that is told to benefit us, that is told to be good for us. You know, I'm not trying to get all like crazy here and be anti-consumerist because I live in a consumerist world. I am a consumer of goods. I fall victim to a lot of new things because why not? I mean, we live in just a digital age where people are consistently telling you, try this, do this, do that, and you'll feel better and you'll have an easier this or you'll be able to do this faster. I just did it the other day. My partner and I, we ended up buying this like 13 piece vegetable chopper device <laughs> that again if you're on TikTok you probably know what I'm talking about but it's this little box that has all these different tops you can put on and you can just like smash your vegetables and chop them up super quick or you can grate things in a multitude of ways and so I am not safe from consumerism. I am not safe from falling to the newest, coolest, best thing. I try not to get everything that people recommend to me, but I'm not perfect, okay? And I'm not saying that you have to be. But what really stuck out to me about this was just that I feel as though even though this happened in the 1920s, there's still things that are happening today. There's new things that are coming out or that we're discovering that we see one benefit for. And we just assume 
that is a benefit for everything. In reality, that's not necessarily the case. But like I was saying to my partner when we were talking about the Radium Girls is he wasn't as familiar with them as I was. You don't know something's harmful until you start seeing harmful effects. And that's not even true. You don't know something is harmful until you start seeing harmful effects and you realize that that is the thing that's causing them. And this can take years, years. And you know, I'm not trying to suggest that you should never just do something. Really, when I'm thinking of the Radium Girls, I'm really thinking of modern day cosmetics, beauty products, and I'm thinking more so of the like supplement culture of medicine and practice than I am actually talking about modern day medicine because that's a whole conversation that honestly, quite frankly, I do not have knowledge in. But what I do know is that we are constantly evolving beauty standards. We're constantly evolving what is in beauty and what makes someone beautiful and how to obtain that. I feel as though we don't then reflect always on the dangers of the things that we're doing. And I don't want to call like one specific group of people out, but I will say like, unfortunately, women are more susceptible to having instances like what happened to the radium girl happen because we are, I don't want to say influenced more by beauty standards, but they're just emplaced on us far more than they are on other people. So it sucks. And I think that I'm not trying to, again, sit here and say that you can't try the newest like peptide or I don't, I don't, I'm so not a skincare person at all. And I'm not throwing peptide under the bus. I don't know what peptide is. I don't even know where that word came from. I heard it once and I just used it. So don't take that as the actual example. But I just think it's a little alarming how quick we are to just try the newest thing because one person used it and it worked well for them. You know, this isn't a whole conversation about just beauty standards and all of that in general, but I will say for any of my listeners who are susceptible to this, I also urge you to remember that every person is different and a skincare routine that works for Hailey Bieber is not going to work on you necessarily because your complexion, the things that are underneath your skin are going to be different than her. Your DNA is different. And so I knew for myself growing up very early on, I would say by the time I was in middle school, if not even probably like fourth grade, I was already becoming susceptible to the things that were being advertised to me. I felt as though I needed to do certain things to my hair, to my body, to my skin to achieve the looks that I was seeing on the Victoria's Secrets runway models. Again, everybody is different. And every body requires different things. So unfortunately, some people cannot have a 14-step skincare routine because their skin is incredibly sensitive and the two products that they use still allow them to achieve an even complexion and free of acne or whatever type of skin without having to do the 14 steps. Whereas somebody else, their complexion might not allow them to just do two items. They might need the 14 steps because their skin is lacking certain nutrients or certain things that would allow them to achieve those same goals. So really what I'm trying to get at here without just being angry at women's beauty standards and all of the ways that women are expected to look or achieve a look is just that I think it's 
really scary that this happened in the 1920s. And I think that it's even scarier that 100 years later, we're not more alarmed by it or just rather that we're not more cautious about the things that we're consuming and doing. I'm a big fan of like waiting at least five years to try something new. And I know that sounds kind of crazy and people are probably like what are you talking about (laughs) like but if it's something crazy like if there was this new discovery of this element or this vitamin or this mineral and they're like well this is great for your face I'm gonna wait and honestly in today's day and age you don't even need to wait that long you can wait like one to two years even six months and I promise you you'll be able to find out pretty quickly if you actually should be using that product or not for example charcoal is a really big one there are great benefits to charcoal but there were also there have been a lot of studies that have come out that are like okay maybe we shouldn't consume charcoal in the way that we were thinking was beneficial because yes while it might do one thing it also can do five bad things so i guess really all i want to say around all of this is first and foremost my roman empire is the radium girls i think about them often I think about what they went through and how horrible it was, but I also really keep them in mind when something new comes out and I remind myself of them because I don't want to fall victim to the next Radium Girl-esque issue. Again, we shouldn't have that big of an issue in today's day and age, but I still just really like to err on the side of caution when new things come out, when new again, trends or new things that you should consume or take part in because I've seen it happen. History repeats itself. And unfortunately, I just think that we just should be more cautious in what we are consuming just because somebody says it's good. Because again, back then, radium was making these women glow. So everybody started drinking radium water. Like, no, what are we doing? So I don't know. I don't know if any of this made sense. I hope it didn't just sound like I was ranting. But really, I've just been laughing at discovering how many men think about the Roman Empire. And I at first was very dismissive, like, that's so stupid. Why are they thinking about history so much? Specifically, this one point in history, like, If you're a history buff or if you spend time doing something with the Roman Empire, I'm all for it. But if that's not your thing, like, what are you thinking about it all the time for? But then after some deep reflection, I realized I'm not much better. You know, I'm not thinking about the Roman Empire all the time. No, I'm not thinking about really any major important turning point in history. But I do think about the Radium Girls a lot and they really do and have guided me in a lot of my decisions or lack of decisions to support some of the newest trends because I'm a woman of science. I really like to just wait and see what we find out. I'm not saying again that you should have to look up every single ingredient. I'm also just going to sit here and say that like I'm saying all of this and I throw back Coca-Cola like it's nobody's business. So I'm not saying I'm some like health guru. Like I am a woman of health. I don't put bad things in my body. That's not not what I'm saying at all. Actually, it's quite the opposite. I'm probably no different than these women because I'm still consuming things that are horrible for me. And I know they're horrible for me. But really what I'm trying to get at is just that in this day and age where we just are so quick to consume the next next thing because we've been told it's good for us, 
I air people to just like take a step back. First, why do you need to consume it? And then two, like, is it actually safe to consume? And I am not ever going to tell somebody what they should or should not consume. Um, specifically when it comes to anything regarding like a nutrient or a mineral or something like that, whether it's for your skin or your internal body, like I first and foremost recommend talking to your doctor or somebody that's actually knowledgeable on the field, but then also just do your due diligence and do your own research before you're putting something new on your face or before you're consuming something new because people are telling you this is good for you, do some damn research. And people are so afraid to do research. And I don't just mean like look it up on Google because Google will tell you that coffee is good for you. And Google will also tell you that coffee is bad for you, depending on how you phrase the question. So I'm not saying to look it up on Google and go to the articles that you see. I mean, literally do research. I'm talking go to Google Scholar and look up the benefits of whatever you're looking up or looking at the substance that you're interested in and learning about what it actually is, where it comes from and what it does. And again, I'm not saying that you need to do this for every little thing, but if there's something that comes out and you're a little bit suspicious of it, you're not really sure if it's for you or if you should try it. I'm just saying research is fun. I know it's not fun for everybody. I'm an academic. So like, I know that not everybody, the people are probably listening to this thinking I will literally never do that. We're all going to die anyways. I'm just going to try it. Who cares? And honestly, fine, go for it. (laughs) I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm just saying if you are kind of like me where you're a bit of a skeptic for new things and you don't want to be fearful of trying new things, you want to stay on top of the trends, but you're not sure how to do so safely, just do some damn research. It's really not that hard. And I promise you it can go a long way. So I'm not here to say that We are going to have the next big radium girl type scandal in our lifetime. I'm just here to say that this event in history really has shaped my mindset around a lot. It's just made me, first of all, aware of how far we've come. But second of all, it's just made me be a little more mindful in what I am consuming and how quick I am to consume or even just believe the newest trend as being something good for you because I don't know, this event did something to me. When I learned about it, it just stuck with me and I'm thankful for it because I don't necessarily want to just jump on the newest, greatest trend. But I'm also, again, not sitting here saying you should be fearful that everything's bad for you because in reality, everything probably is bad for us. Not as bad as radium, but to some extent, it's probably harming us. Too much of a good thing is still bad. Whatever. I've heard it all before, (laughs) but I'm going to jump off my soapbox now and I just am curious about what all of yours Roman empires are. Do you have a version of the Roman empire that you think about all the time? I'll have a Q&A box on the Spotify. So if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to actually go to the episode and then let me know if there is some historical event or just something that you think about on a daily basis. And this has to be, in my opinion, something beyond just like, well, I think about what food I'm going to have. It needs to be something significant, something that doesn't align with what you're necessarily doing in your day-to-day, but something that really you do consume a lot of headspace thinking about. For me, it's the Radium Girls. For a lot of men, it's apparently the Roman Empire. And for my listeners, I'm excited to see what it is that you think about on a daily basis that's a little bit random, but that's really shaped your life. 
Well, that wraps up today's episode. I hope that you guys all enjoyed it. I know this is a little out there and random compared to my typical topics, but I just could not stop thinking about this conversation about the Roman Empire. And then I really have gone on a deep dive, re-reminding myself about the Radium Girls since this has all come out. And I think that we are really in an evolving society. We are very much changing trends constantly. And I think as a result of that, I think about the Radium Girls more now than ever. And I'm just mindful of them. And I just keep in my mind that, you know, something is safe until it isn't. So again, I'm not here to spook anybody. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. Live your life in the way that makes you happy. And I'm just excited to hear about what your version of the Roman Empire or Radium Girls is. And with that, I just want to thank you all again so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that you have a lovely rest of your day and I look forward to chatting again in two weeks.